Um, I'm just going to hand over to Jules and um, yeah, see which what we're going to be doing. Amen. Happy New Year. Awesome. God is good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So uh, I want to start off the year by talking about gratefulness, being grateful to the Lord as a, as a foundation. Gratefulness, it's a foundation, one of the foundations that we build our life of faith on. And But before I get into that, just want to start with a promise verse for the year. I know you all like promise verses, so if you want to have a look with me in Psalm 21, verse 1 and 2, it's easy to remember. 2021, Psalm 21, verse 1 and 2. The king shall have joy in your strength, O Lord. And in your salvation, how greatly shall he rejoice. You have given him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. It's a pretty good promise for the year. <laughs> He's given you your heart's desire. And because of that, we have joy in his strength. Because it's God's strength that's going to turn back the plans of the enemy and give us victory. And we know his salvation is strong. Jesus fought through and won the battle for us and defeated every foe. So in his salvation, we greatly rejoice this year. I believe this year is going to be a year of increase. That's what the Lord has been speaking to me in the secret place. year of increase, both financially for his people, but that's a reflection of the increase in his kingdom. So the main increase that's going to come it's going to be evident in our lives this year is the salvation of, of, of souls. You're going to find uh, we're going to increase, the kingdom of God is going to increase and there's going to be many added to our number this year. That's what the Lord's been speaking to me. And um, yeah, he's going to do it because he's strong and that's our heart's desire. Not that we would, we would increase in the... Not, just increase in the things of, in the monetary things or in the, the earthly things, although that's part of it. Um, but that's not our heart's desire. Our heart's desire is that his kingdom would grow and that lost, the lost would be found and that, that his sons and daughters would, would return home. And I believe we, that's going to happen this year. It's going to be exciting. So just get ready for that. And yeah, we're going to put uh, plans and structures in place in order to, to get ready for, for a harvest that's coming. And we've, we've already started preparing the nets for that in, in practical ways. So I'm grateful to the Lord for including me in, in his number, in his family. 
and uh, 2021 it's going to be a good year it's going to be a great year amen yeah so for this morning's reading if we can have a look in Luke chapter 17 I'm going to read from verse 11 to 19 now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee then as he entered a certain village there met him 10 men who were lepers who stood afar off and they lifted up their voices and said Jesus Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned. And with a loud voice glorified God. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise. Go your way, your faith has made you well. So Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you that Jesus has come. Even at the start of this year, we commit this year to you. With grateful hearts, we've come to worship you. In the midst of adversity, we come. We thank you for the opportunity to deny ourselves. We thank you for the opportunity to come with a sacrifice of praise, to give you thanks. Father, I thank you, Lord, for Jesus, you have come. You've come with your healing hand. You've come with your healing word. Lord, I ask that you would break forth the bread of life this morning, that you would touch us and that you would transform us and that you would change us into your image. Father, you would give us keys to understand how to go forward in our spiritual life this year. Lord, that we would grow closer to you, that we'd be found in your image and that we would walk in your fullness. I thank you for saving us, for healing us and delivering us from the enemy. And I thank you for fulfilling every plan and purpose in our lives and for meeting all of our heart's desires this year. We've come before you this morning to kick this year off with gratefulness and thanksgiving. And we enter into your courts with praise and with thanksgiving. Right at the start of this year, Lord, we, thank, we say thank you. We say thank you, we glorify you, and we are eternally grateful. Amen. Amen. So, sometimes it gets a little bit discouraging when you try and share your faith and people don't listen, but Jesus, be encouraged because Jesus also found uh, there was a bit of a ratio uh, in the response in the heart of men. And you'll find something similar to that. You may speak to 10 people and maybe one will turn around and thank you for it. You may pray for 10 people, maybe one uh, will, will want to know where that power comes from. 
We see this pattern uh, in Jesus. He wasn't surprised that nine never came back and thanked him. But he was just raising the question as why humanity's heart was hardened against the goodness of God. I don't know if you've ever given anyone a gift and, you know, when you, when you buy a, a gift or when you sacrifice your money to, to buy someone a gift and, and it's, you know, a, a, a great gift, have you ever given someone a gift and, and not received thanks or not received a grateful, gratefulness from them? And I know when I buy gifts for people, I often look, not because I want to be thanked, but I want them to be happy with the gift. And usually their response or their thankfulness shows me that they were generally happy with the gift. And we've all received gifts sometimes that we didn't need and we didn't really want. And we find, you know, we're thankful for the sacrifice of the person, but it's difficult to really pretend to be you know, enthused and grateful and happy about the gift. But when we think about the ultimate gift is Jesus. He is the ultimate gift that, that the most valuable gift in all of eternity was given to us. And that's why, you know, we celebrate Christmas every year. But for us that have that gift every day and enjoy his presence in our life, Christmas is every day. And to live in that gratitude and that thankfulness of that gift. But in this story we see the ten lepers had a need in their life. And we see that they stood afar from Jesus because under the law in Israel they had to isolate because of this infectious disease called leprosy. We know leprosy in the Bible is a type of sin. Sin in the heart of man. We know sin uh, is contagious it spreads like a horrible disease so these lepers are standing afar off from Jesus they went close enough where they could communicate with him about their need and and close enough where they could hear uh, the words of of life from Jesus so these these 10 lepers were in earshot of Jesus and they referred to him as master Somehow there was a little bit of faith in their hearts that they understood that Jesus had the solution to meet their problem and that Jesus could change their lives. And sure enough, just simply hearing the word of God, Jesus never prayed for them. He never laid hands on them. He just spoke and we know Jesus is the word of God. And we see at the beginning of creation, right at the beginning uh, of, of Genesis uh, in chapter 1, we see God spoke and he spoke things uh, into being. He spoke uh, the creation into being. Hmm. Amen. Bless little Noah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. So Jesus spoke, and what he spoke was he said, go show yourselves to the priest. Go show yourself to the priest. And as they obeyed the word of Jesus from a distance, just simply obeying the word of God, that is allowing the word of God to come into their minds and to produce an action in their life, 
that word settled in their hearts, produced an obedience or an action, it brought about a change in their bodies. The word of God is so powerful. And as we take his promises into our lives this year, and as we absorb them and choose to follow them, then it will bring about a change in our lives and in our circumstances. There is no power in this world that is equal to the power of the word of God. As they went, they were cleansed. As they received the word, they were cleansed. The word of God is powerful to accomplish that which it was sent to do. However, one of them returned to the Lord. That means one of them was grateful. Ten were healed. Ten received a change in their body. I'm sure they were all happy to be healed. And in fact, nine of them would have been so excited that they wanted to go back and visit their family and begin re-establishing their career and showing their friends that Jesus had healed them. But one of them, before he went back to his life and before he went back to show his family, he turned around so much gratefulness in his heart towards Jesus that he returned to Jesus. And we see when he returned... He returned with a loud voice and glorified God. So we see true gratefulness will always result in worship. True gratefulness will cause us to go to the house of God. True gratefulness will cause us to leave our own interest and our own purposes and return to a place of worship. True gratefulness will cause you to return to the secret place. And it will cause you to open up your mouth and begin to praise Him with loud praises. This is a pattern that we see that happens when we have a grateful heart for the miracles that He has done in our lives. So with a loud voice, He returned and glorified God. And He fell on His face at His feet. Falling on our face shows humility. Fell on his face in worship, giving thanks. So we see gratefulness and humility go together. The proud will not glorify God. The proud cannot be thankful. But the humble will return and give thanks to the Lord. And Jesus' point was that this one man that was grateful was a Samaritan. And we know the Samaritans were outcasts. They were not uh, the promised people. The promises of Abraham were not for necessarily for the Samaritans. And the, the, the Jews considered them as less of human beings. They didn't consider, the, the Jews didn't consider the Samaritans to be equal. 
But we see Jesus just comes in and just establishes that all men are equal, and that all men are loved, and all men can receive the promise of God. All men can receive the word of God, and all men can respond to the word of God. Possibly the other nine were Jews, and they had found uh, familiarity, and they'd found comfort in their religion and in their law, and they were not looking uh, for intimacy with God. But we see, for this Samaritan, having a grateful heart opened up the door of intimacy with Jesus. So gratefulness for us, if we choose to have a grateful heart, it opens up a door for us to enter into intimacy with the Lord. And I believe this year he wants to bring us into deeper intimacy with himself. In 2021, as we give ourselves in gratefulness to the Lord, you're going to be brought into deeper intimacy with him. And how do we see that from the scriptures? Well, when we look at this word being cleansed, the meaning of this word, when Jesus said, were there not ten cleansed, the meaning that word cleansed means kathazero in, in, in the Greek, kathazero. And it refers firstly to an, an outward cleansing. So when Jesus says there was ten, were there not ten who are outwardly cleansed? Um, as he goes further down and he goes deeper with this one that returned, with this Samaritan. And at the end of the verse that we read, Jesus says to him that your faith has done a, a deeper work, your faith has made you well. And that meaning, that word well is a word sozo. And sozo goes deeper than an outward appearance. Sozo speaks about the inner life. And it also speaks about an ongoing preservation, an ongoing protection. So nine of these lepers received a physical change in their body. Outwardly they received a healing, but inwardly their hearts were not trans uh, transformed. They received a physical healing outwardly, but they were not necessarily coming into the preservation of God. So they may have been open to receiving other sicknesses in their bodies because they didn't come uh, close to the shepherd. But we know for us, salvation is not just an outward transformation, but it's an inward transformation. And it's a, we are entering into a covenant, not just of healing, but of health. To walk in the fullness of God's blessing is to walk in the fullness of health, to walk in divine health. Because Jesus just doesn't want to heal us once. He just doesn't want to touch us outwardly. But he wants us to come into all of his promises over our life. And that is to walk in complete divine protection and complete divine health. And to walk in the fullness of his blessing. So gratefulness 
opens the door for relationship with the shepherd. Gratefulness takes the sheep to be close to the shepherd. An ungrateful sheep will remain distant from the shepherd, but a grateful sheep will always seek to be close to the shepherd. Why? Because the voice of a stranger he won't follow, but a a grateful sheep will want to be close to the voice of the shepherd because it's the voice of the shepherd that brings transformation. It's the voice of the shepherd that brings continual healing. It's the voice of the shepherd that brings preservation from all evil, protection, and it's the voice of the shepherd that keeps you safe and sound. We know that sheep uh, are not... uh, strong creatures in themselves they have no sharp teeth and they cannot protect themselves against the wiles of the enemy we see that the sheep's protection is in close proximity to the shepherd the sheep's safety is to be close to the shepherd gratefulness brings us into closeness to the shepherd and we know God has done wonderful things for us. It's written in Isaiah that he is so mighty, he is so holy, that he had to humble himself to look upon the earth. Not only humbled himself to look upon the earth, but he humbled himself to come down into the earth and to take upon himself mankind and to become a man and to walk amongst us. So he said, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. So the miracles of God in our life require a response from us. If we, if we grumble and complain, it is the enemy of gratefulness. If we grumble and speak negative words and complaining, those things resist the presence of God in our life. But just purely opening up our heart and being thankful gives God an opportunity to go deeper in our life. And we have an opportunity to practice gratefulness even this year. Let's decide we're going to practice gratefulness. And, and we practice gratefulness not only towards God, but towards our fellow men. And, you know, when you're with a group of people and you, and you hear lots of cursing and swearing and complaining, you feel your spirit just coming down. You feel it's, the presence of God is not being honoured. But when, when you come into fellowship, when you come into church, when you gather together with God's people and we, we're grateful, we come with grateful hearts and thankfulness about the goodness of God in our lives, it lifts you up. Your faith is built up. So gratefulness, it starts with men. These, other, these nine lepers, they were content with their religious experience but this one leper was seeking for a deeper intimacy with God and it was his gratefulness that led him there yeah so every act of sovereignty every act of sovereignty invites a response 
of gratefulness in our hearts. 2021, it's a year to be grateful. It's a year of increase. It's a year that God is going to meet many of your heart's desires this year. Mm. When we look at the number 10 in the Bible, number 10 speaks about the completeness of God. Uh, we know there was 10 commandments, which speaks about the complete uh, law of God and requires a response. So the completeness of God requires a response from man, requires a gratefulness. When you see there were 10 lepers cleansed, it means God did a complete work, but in his completeness, he required a response. When God created the world, he, he completed his work and then he requires a response from mankind. He gave us, we see, he gave us ten fingers. He gave us ten toes. He gave us ten toes to walk with him. He gave us ten fingers to serve him, uh, to lift up our hands. That's why the Bible says he desires men everywhere would live, lift up holy hands. When we lift up our hands in praise to God, we are, we are, it, when we lift up our hands before God, it speaks, number 10, speaks about our completeness. Except for Shane, you can lift up nine and a half, nine and a half fingers. <laughs> ten fingers. God has given us ten fingers. And when we lift our hands up, it's powerful. When you lift up your hands in the spirit, uh, even when things are coming against you, when you don't feel like it, you just lift up your hands in the secret place. You know, when you're at home, when no one's watching you, when you shut the door, do you complain about your life or do you go into your secret place and, and lift up holy hands and, and give him praise? Psalm 19, verse 1 to 6, it says, The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. So remembering this thought that, Every sovereign act of God requires a response of man. And we, as we read through these verses, have this in mind, that God created this world so that men would have an opportunity to glorify him and to come to him uh, in intimacy. That men would have an opportunity to have grateful hearts. Remembering gratefulness opens the door for you to have intimacy with your creator. So... David, Psalms, David says, he talks about in Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. So what's he talking about here? The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. When we look at creation, when we study creation, it speaks. It speaks to us. The voice of God speaks through creation. How God is good. And God speaks to every language on the earth. There is no language that cannot hear the voice of God. It says their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoices like a strong man to run its race. 
Its rising is from one end of heaven and its circuit to the other end. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. So he speaks about the glory of God and then he speaks about the voice of God and then he speaks about the Son. And we know Jesus is a son of righteousness and he arose with healing in his wings. So just as the sun shines on the earth, and we know the Bible says that his goodness shines on the, on the unrighteous and the righteous. Jesus healed ten lepers knowing that nine would not come back to him. But the goodness of God is not conditional on man's response, even though the purpose for God's goodness revealed in creation is so that man can respond. So if you're sitting here as one of the ten lepers that have come back, don't be discouraged that nine haven't come with you. Your heart is good. Your heart is grateful and you will be blessed because you've responded to the goodness of God. So just as the sun rises every day, so the Son of God has come as a bridegroom out of his chamber. And these, the, the sun, just as we see every day the sun rises, so also Jesus rises for his people. He rises as a bridegroom coming for his bride. We are his bride. And as we go out into creation, you know, it's, I love this time of year. Uh, Christmas, January, because everything quietens down and work slows down and traffic slows down and there's less uh, demands on our life and it's this time that we can just draw aside a little bit, take a few days off if you haven't had a chance to go away, take, take an opportunity to go down the bush and go down to the beach and do some swimming and some surfing and, and just look at the birds, go for a walk in the bush, do some hiking, just enjoy the creation of God and reflect on his goodness because he is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. This creation of God, this beautiful creation, the trees and the stars and the sand and the beaches and the surf, it was created with a purpose so that you would be grateful. As we are grateful to what God has done in our life, it brings us into intimacy and it opens the door for Jesus to do a sozo in our life. It opens the door for Jesus to go deeper to do a deeper work of healing in your heart. And there's layers of healing that gratefulness will open the door for him to go deeper in our lives, like a bridegroom coming out of the chamber. Psalm 8. O Lord, O Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength. Okay, can we see there's a, a difference there, a contrast. He's talking about the glory of God above the heavens and then he switches to little infants. God's created his glory in the heavens so that little infants, little men can glorify him. God has ordained strength because of the enemy. Why? But the enemy, the enemy lost out because he didn't glorify God. 
And the enemy's plan is to stop you from returning to Jesus and giving him thanks. And he may do that through creating a virus. He may do that through creating some kind of restrictions. But whatever restrictions the enemy puts on his people to stop worshipping him, it always comes back in his face. Just look at the persecuted church. Wherever the church is persecuted or, or forced to stop worshipping God, we see there's a fire of the Holy Spirit comes up within their hearts and revival breaks out. And that's what's going to happen this year. And out of a response to the enemy trying to shut the church down, there is going to come a revival. There's going to become a return uh, to the things of God uh, across this nation. So out of the mouth of men, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. And as we return to the Lord with a grateful heart, the voice of the enemy will be silenced in your life. He will have no longer opportunity. His words and his whispers will not be effective when we return to the Lord with gratefulness in our hearts. He says it there, when I consider, when I consider your heavens, when we consider creation, when we reflect on the goodness of God, when we consider the wonders of creation, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, uh, what is man that you are mindful of him and the, the son of man that you would visit him and invite him uh, into your glory? And we know that it's, he goes on to say that you have made him a little lower than the angels, or that word is Elohim. You have made us a little under yourself so that we could be crowned with glory and honour. And you have given a, a dominion over all of the creatures on the earth, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. He finishes the psalm with gratefulness. Gratefulness. So also Psalm uh, 104, verse, verse 1, O Lord, O Lord, you are very great. You are clothed with honour and majesty. You cover yourself as with light, as with a garment, who stretch out the heavens like a curtain. He lays the beams of his upper chambers in the waters, who makes the clouds his chariot, who walks on the wings of the wind, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. You who laid the foundations of the earth so that it could not be moved forever, you covered it deep as with a garment. He goes on, talks about the waters and the valleys and the mountains. In these the birds of the air have their home, they sing. He waters the hills from his upper chambers. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of whose works? God's works. And he causes the grass to grow for the cattle and vegetation for the service of man. So all of this is for who? It is for man. It is for you and I. God formed this for you, for your life. So that we, as we embrace creation, we become creative. And I, I believe this year... He's going to uh, bring creativeness. As we return to the Lord in gratefulness, he's going to cause creativeness uh, to spring up within you. And I would encourage you this year to uh, have a, a vision, 
and a plan and a purpose. Maybe some of us uh, would, would, would think God would drop into your heart a new business idea, a new creative idea, a new interest, a new hobby, something that you can do that is new this year. Why? Because this is a, it's a new beginning, 2021. It's a new year. And out of gratefulness, God is going to drop into our hearts uh, business ideas and hobbies and interests and opportunities for you to bless others and be creative and reflect the goodness of God. Why? Because God is creative and He's made you in His image so that you would be a little creator. And we know Christians, the word Christian is a little Christ-like one. Jesus is the creator. Through the word of his mouth, he created all things. And through the word of his mouth, he brought healing and salvation to mankind. And God is inviting us to enter into this creative experience with him. He says he causes the grass to grow for cattle and vegetation for the service of man that he may bring forth food from the earth, wine that makes glad the heart of man and oil to make his face shine. How good is God that he created all of this for you so that you could be grateful and you could enter into an intimate relationship with him, that you would invite him through gratefulness to come and work deeper in our lives and to partner with us. So he has done his work and now he's resting from his work and he's waiting for us to really rise up and take dominion and, and to be creative, to enter into our creative space this year. Why? Because he's given us bread to feed us and he's given us oil to make his face shine. Our faces should be shining with the glory of God. He's given us his Holy Spirit so that we would be joyful, so that our faces would shine with his presence. And he's given us bread to strengthen our heart. There's no lack in the earth. Uh, we, I was reading in Genesis uh, this week regarding um, the four rivers and it, and it says that there is a river that went out of Eden that watered the whole earth. And the first river that uh, went out from Eden, there was gold on that river, abundance of gold, and the gold was good. And I was thinking, wow, God is such an abundant God that he has put man in the garden. He's given him everything his heart could desire. He's given him food. He's given him water, mist from the ground. He's given him animals. He's given him everything, all trees of the field that he can eat from. And at the first river that man would travel down, there's abundance of gold. And not only gold, but the Bible says that the gold is good. So would not the enemy try to steal away God's blessing from your life? I would encourage you just to search out gold this year. Not only gold from his word and from his presence, true, his word is like riches to our soul, but there is also things in the earth that he's hidden from you so that you would discover it. 
his hidden things, just as his hidden treasures in his word uh, that we would discover. He's like a father who, who hides things and then with delight watches his children seek it out. So he's hidden his truth in his word for us to search it out. And when we find those truths, when we find that revelation, we come back to him with great delight. Look, Daddy, what did I find? Look what I found in your word. So also in creation, God put gold, gold in the ground for you to discover it. There is gold in the ground that has not been discovered. Whatever that means for you, I would encourage you to dig gold this year. In 2021, it's a new year. Let's dream again. Let's expect, let's enter into the year with expectations. Why in Psalm 104, verse 31, we see all of this and David invites God to rejoice in his works. Very interesting little verse. Psalm 104, verse 31, may the Lord rejoice in his works. May the Lord rejoice in his works. May the Lord rejoice in his works. Is the Lord rejoicing in your works? I believe he is. What Did Jesus rejoice in the nine lepers? I don't know. But I do know that he rejoiced in the one that returned with a grateful heart because he was able to go deeper. In Christianity, it's very easy to stop with a little bit of religion. But the kingdom of God comes in power to transform our lives. So it's not once saved and then that's it. There's a growth for us in the kingdom of God. Growing in the kingdom or growing in Christ-likeness is in two areas, to be summed up in two areas. One we become more Christ-like. We become more like Jesus in our nature, in our character. But secondly, we're called to grow in our understanding of kingdom relevance. That is, we grow in the mysteries and the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. And this is where religion stops. Religion just receives what it needs from Jesus and then goes about his life. But gratefulness causes us to come back to Jesus and to get more from him. Gratefulness is a foundation and it is a spiritual door that opens up an opportunity to grow deeper in the things of God. There are principles and keys in the kingdom of God that if we apply those keys to our life, we will grow in dominion and authority on the earth. Knowing the faithfulness of God creates gratefulness in our hearts. And as we come and gather around his word this year, I believe he's going to speak to us from heaven, not only to make us more Christ-like, but to give us keys and principles that we can apply to our daily lives to make us more like him and to make us fruitful and to make us successful on this earth. And that your life would not be barren, but your life this year would be fruitful. And that you would grow in authority and that you would 
grow in kingdom reverence uh, this year. Because the kingdom of God is advancing. But part of the advancement of the kingdom of God is that you would grow in your understanding of kingdom relevance and kingdom of authority, kingdom authority in your life. He wants to use you so that others may come into a fuller understanding of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That we wouldn't just stop with just purely being healed in our bodies, but we would come back to him for full deliverance. That we would come back to him for a full salvation. That we would come into a covenant of divine health for our lives and for our families' lives. And that we would begin to walk in the fullness of the authority of the sons of God on the earth. And that we would no longer be tossed about by every wind of doctrine and every cunning plan of the enemy. But we would rise up above our circumstances and that we would walk as Jesus walked on this earth in dominion authority. In Psalm 113, in verse 4, to six, it says, The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory is above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who dwells on high and humbles himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and the earth? So, in finishing, I just want to uh, confirm gratefulness is this foundation that we're going to enter into 2021. And as we close, um, I'd actually like to just give us an opportunity to just to come, come forward and, and testify and just, just give him thanks. And, uh, you know, if you're grateful for something God has done in your life recently, we're just going to take 10, 15 minutes just to give you an opportunity to come up, grab the mic and just, just thank God for the year gone in the year ahead. Um, Psalm 9 verse 1, he says, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell, I will speak of all your marvelous works. So I'd encourage us now, we're only a, a small group and there's time for you to all to come up and just give thanks to God. And uh, as you come up, you can remove your, your mask and speak into the microphone and just give him thanks. So Psalm 100 verse 4 and 5. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. This is a new year. We're entering into the gate of 2021. And we're going to enter in with thanksgiving in our hearts. Enter his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures to all generations. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. Uh, for your deep work in our lives, and now we just uh, we come to you uh, to 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 give you praise, to give you thankfulness in Jesus' name, Amen. So, who'd like to come up first? <laughs> come on, God is good. Come on, here we go. Thanks, Brad. Um, God is so good. Um, just like long story short, my I've 
I really believe that God has like plans and purposes for us, like that's the word says. And and I believe that since he is such a good father and such a good God, that the plans and purposes that he has for us are full of purpose. Um, and and it's and it's not just moments in time, but it's what we do in every moment of every day. And it was, and for me, I, I took a faith step this year to step away from the type of work that I really don't like, that I don't feel purpose in, and to press into something that I felt like God was leading me into, but that required like a step down in monetary supplies and 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 you know status and all sorts of things like it it took it but it was a faith step regardless and and um and and there there was a time frame where i needed to really see god come pull through with uh, a new way of work a way of um, resource into my life and that was december and um, and we got to December and we really didn't know what was quite going on, but we kept like Ellie and I, we were just like, God is faithful. He is good. He has plans and purposes for us. And we felt like we we're on the right track, but there just wasn't resource in it. And... Um, and then, literally within uh, I, uh, within a week, I got given an opportunity to help um, help a project. And then they offered me a job, like, I, and I was like so like blown away. I was just like, yes, like I, I finally I found a work that I love and I find purpose in. And then two days later, someone like poached me and then offered me double what they were paying me. And so now I'm working for them in something that's even even more aligned with what I want and what I want to do. And, and, and now I just, I'm so, I'm being so blessed in this place. There is just favor. Um, when you just align up with the Lord, like the, when you're a son of God, like he just, he loves you and he just, he, he just wants you to be like liked. And, 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 and I, so I, I know I have favor with my father, but it also says in the word that we'll have favor with man. And, uh, and that, and that if we, if we use our skills and, and we, and we, and we work on our skills that we will not work for for obscure and unknown men, but we will work for kings. And um, and and I'm 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 truly in working with people that I could be insecure to work with. They are they have they're just incredible, intelligent, resourceful people, and yet they look at me like an equal. Um, that's just fa- the favor of God. Like, um, and so. Yeah, Ellie and I are so blessed, and that's just a tes- testimony of, um, yeah, God just being so good. And I just, I just doubled down on, on just that this year is just going to be a year where we find gold. Um, and and that, and I, yeah, just I really encourage you that if you do not, if you want to live a purposeful life, one that is planned by the Lord, it is, it is given to you by His Word. He, he, he has it for you. Um, so, take, but it's it's something to take by faith. Believe in Him. He is a faithful God, and He wants to just send you into into His plan and purposes. Yeah, yeah, that's so great. Um, so for those of you that know Brad well, that testimony really, uh, yeah, you see the value in that. But for those of you that don't know Brad well. Um, he really struggled, you know, to find uh, his career path that he was really passionate about because he's a passionate person. And uh, just to see him come into that, it's just purely that God opened the door. So, yeah, he did it for, for, for Brad and, and Ellie and their whole family, actually. You see the whole, 
you know, Kathy and John nodding as well. Like, it's just so awesome to see. So, yeah. But you, you can come up, you know, just thank God for, for the birds if you like. You don't have, it doesn't have to be a big thing. <laughs> Hi, hi guys, my name is Kathy. in case you don't know me, and I had an most amazing year. Um, I want to be thankful for last year. Um, it was a hard year. It was a really hard year, but I've learnt so much, and I learnt it only because I was faithful. I learnt it only... Got to talk. I learnt it only because I chose to follow him. I chose to follow him, and I didn't let go, and he didn't let go of me. Um... One of God's, uh, in one of the words, it says that God's people fall from lack of knowledge. And that was me. Um, And I have grown in the knowledge of understanding of what he wants for us. And I've grown in the knowledge of knowing that it's, it's, there is never enough time to spend time with him. You know, whenever you have any time, but just turn to him and he will hold you and he will lift you and he will give you the biggest joy in the world because even though I'm crying right now it's not a cry of sadness it's a cry of thankfulness and a cry of of joy because he has lifted me and he has given me the greatest joy I have and that's the joy in him awesome so good (laughs) come on cups get up here buddy (laughs) I can see it (laughs) you actually knew what was coming up um Wow. It's actually been such a bless it's been such a blessing um kind of getting to meet different people, the dynamic dynamic and personalities here in the church, the difference in just everyone. It's been awesome to kind of get to know everyone individually and um it's one of the main things that was very hard for me back in the past was to to create friendship and to create relationship with others and I give it all. I give all the glory back to God for just giving me the the, the encouragement to stand out, um, to get to know people, to get to understand people, and like live life with Jesus, with individuals that I didn't think I would ever enjoy um, doing. So that's that's probably one of the main things. The other thing was, um, the Lord has given me so many gifts and so many things throughout this whole year. And and last uh, sorry last year, and the year before that when I first came here, um, one one would be the example my one my car, um, Alex Verity sold it to my brother for like very dirt cheap and he had literally just got the whole engine rebuilt and everything and um, he sold it for him to, it would have cost him like four or five grand at least to fix it all up he sold it to Taipei for dirt cheap I started an apprenticeship and then he's like bro you want the car I'm like oh actually that would be so It'd be so helpful. Um, he ended up selling it to me, and for like just 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 next to no money. And it was and to me, it's just such a blessing because I'm able to use it for such a long period of time. And Hiluxes go forever. Like they will go forever. It'll go for another six hundred thousand k's at least, minimum. So um, that's been such a blessing. And then also, I saw a box out the back of where we live, and I was like to Jules, I was like, bro, who's that box? Who's that box sitting out there? Um, like a like a toolbox, and he goes, oh, I don't know, nothing. It's probably got holes or something in. I'm like, but I don't care. Flip. So I just ended up chucking it on my on my on the back of my tray, bolting it down, and I've got a box for free. It's cost sometimes can cost like up to a grand, and just so many blessings in disguise that sometimes I didn't acknowledge enough 
um, when you get kind of caught up in life and, and caught up in just the things of this world. And so I, 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 I give all the glory to God for that and just the fa- this family that, um, that we've like created here, this, this atmosphere. This, um, yeah, it's been, it's been such a crazy year. Um, and it's only over the last couple months or couple couple weeks, yeah, no, a couple months, where I've really um, desired to to go out and do some do things because I, I was very low key, I was very like isolated, I was very um, someone who never got out or wanted to make myself noticed. And so it's only as of the last few months or even half this year, um, God has kind of brought me out of this place of like loneliness and insecurity of rejection that I can be who I am and that. that I am loved for who I am, and um, this church has like made me feel that way, and so I just give you all the glory to God for that. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so good. Family is awesome, and that's something Holly and I are really grateful with you guys. You know, just being able to share our lives with like-minded people, and and uh, you know that is that is worth more than thousands of silver and gold. You know, whatever it is. So yeah, who's who's coming up? <laughs> Come on, Joshie. Um, Chloe and I are especially thankful this year for our son Judah, who was born. He's almost nine months now. Um, and yeah, that was that's just been just the most wonderful gift that you just never really know, I suppose, until you you have a little baby. But yeah, because we weren't we weren't planning on doing it, and it says in Proverbs, from a man's heart comes his plans, but the reply of the tongue is from the Lord. So the Lord spoke him into existence. And um, yeah, we couldn't be more thankful. Um, yeah, I suppose there's certain things that you don't actually know that you desire until you have it. And God knows our hearts and our desires um, Yeah, more than we do. And it's just been a huge year of blessing. It's been a tough year for a lot of people. But uh, for us, you know, we won't hide the fact that it's just been, we've just slid through. It's just been a massive year of blessing, really, in, in all areas. And, um, yeah, so we're we're thankful for, for little Judah and, and the blessing is to us and the, and the man of God he'll be. And, yeah, we're uh, thankful to God. Oh, he's up. Come on. <laughs> Um, I am very thankful for the Lord bringing me to Harvest. Um, I've been a Christian my whole life and um, I've always loved Jesus, but um, I feel like I had kind of hit a bit of a ceiling in my relationship with God and I didn't really know, um, I wanted to go deeper, but didn't really know how. And um, the last three months, I have just like fallen so in love with Jesus. And I think like... Um, part of that is like just in being here with you guys and um, just having family and people surrounded by people that love Jesus. Um, I've I've learned how to love Jesus and I've learned how to be loved by him. Um, and yeah, I think family and community is so important. Um, and so I'm just really, really thankful to the Lord for, for you and for, yeah, him bringing me here. Hello. I'm really thankful for a full-time job. Um, I finished uni at the end of 
2019 um, and then landed a full-time job in what I studied. So I'm really thankful for that and everything I've learnt through that and being able to save a bit of money for the first time in my life was a huge blessing as well. Um, yeah, just thankful for maturity and growing up in God and as a young lady and also very thankful for my family at home as well as here. Um, I think my relationship with my dad particularly was huge last year and just went from here to here. So I'm just always very thankful for that as well. Who's next? Joy? I'm choosing Joy. <laughs> I was chosen. Um, I did have something that I was thanking the Lord for in here, so I'll share it with you guys too. Um, when I finished high school at the end of 2018, um, I felt very... Um, lost in terms of what I was called by God to pursue in career. Um, and so I spent all of 2019 in a gap year. I travelled a little bit and basically just worked and prayed so much. And I was like, God, what do you want me to do? And um, I, I have this thing with the Lord, and I'm sure a lot of you do too, where I go where the peace is. And so I bring things before the Lord and I say, okay, God, well, what about this? And if I don't feel peace on that, I won't. I won't go for it. Um, and so I was just bringing before God all these different uni degrees, all these things that I was interested in, um, things that I was capable to do, uh, I had the capabilities to do, um, but I just never felt peace on anything. So at the end of 2019, I um, I made the decision to not start uni because I hadn't heard from the Lord. And very quickly into the start of last year, um, the Lord um, actually made the opportunity for me to um, come into a position here at Harvest. And it was completely unexpected. Um, and worship has always been my number one passion. Um, but I never um, went out of my way to pursue that in my own strength because I believe that God, God chooses um, his worshippers and his worship leaders and um, I just never pursued that because I thought, no, God would raise me up and God would show me that if that was something I needed to pursue. Um, and so quickly after I made the decision to really just not listen to the voice of the world and just the pressures of society and what are people going to think of me if, you know, after my gap year I still haven't gone to uni, um, after I really just decided to go, you know what, God, no, you haven't spoken, therefore I'm not going to just do that for the sake of society. Um, God just came through and opened up the door for me to work here and it's just been the best year of my life. I just love serving you guys. I can't imagine working or just serving any other church. This is honestly such a unique house um, in the best way possible. And you guys make it such a joy um, to serve you. And God's just revealed my, my future and my purpose in ministry. Um, and I'm just so grateful to the Lord that He's so faithful and He knew when I was just going, God, what do you want me to do? And I wasn't even considering ministry. God just like was laughing from the heavens and just going, I know, just wait. And I'm just grateful that I waited on him. And um, yeah, he was faithful. So yeah. Holly. <laughs> 
similar along those lines, I am incredibly grateful for this house and this group of people. Um, I have been a Christian since 1992. I don't know, someone can do the maths. But I have never been involved in a community of people like Harvest and I am incredibly grateful for each and every person that calls Harvest home and I can tell you, you will not find anywhere another community of people that are so united to in the way they love and follow after the Lord and love and serve each other. And so I, I am just so grateful for God for each one of you and for what he is doing in our midst. I'm telling you there is no other church like Harvest. There is no other group of people on the northern beaches like this group of people. And so I just give all praise and all glory to God for what he is building. It's incredibly deep. It's, it's deep wells of relationship with him and it's deep wells of covenant friendship and relationship with each other, which is very hard to find. And so I really just give all praise to God for what he's doing in our midst. Anyone else? I am thankful that God doesn't change. Um, last year, I think probably a lot of people can resonate with the fact that your plans might have changed a little bit. Um, and that was probably the biggest thing for me. My plan for last year was flipped upside down, but God showed me and taught me how to be content um, despite the circumstances because God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And when we seek our happiness in Him, um, then we always know that there's fullness of joy in his presence. So despite what we plan to do or don't plan to do and whatever curveballs we walk through, God is the same. And if you build your life on him, then there's always fullness of joy in that. And that's probably what I'm most thankful for from, from 2020. And um, bonus one for the salvations, um, for the people that we saw come into the kingdom in 2020. That's something that I'm also super thankful for. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Look, I've got to be honest, this is actually the last place I feel like standing up at the moment because um, I'll start up with a bit of well, disappointing news. So, Karis, many of you know, I took her back into hospital on Friday night, which is just ironic because this year God's been putting on my heart so much. The guys from my RG group will know that He's just been teaching me to search for his goodness in everything, in every circumstance. Um, and it's always there. There is always a treasure there. And, yeah, this has been a, it's been a real tough journey with Garris. You know, the first time she went to hospital was when Jordan, our youngest son, was born, which is about 13 years ago. Um, and then... Yeah, we had a, a long time of relief until about June 
of last year. Um, and she was admitted with kind of an, a, just a, a very acute, strong, heavy depression that um, just confused her thoughts and, yeah, challenged her in so many ways. Um, so that was six months ago. Yeah, God brought her out of that really quickly, um, like literally within a couple of weeks. Um, some medication had helped out and she was, yeah, she was just kind of back with us, which was awesome. And then this kind of caught us off guard. There's been a few things going on in our family. I'm sure some of that contributed to it. But um, I just want to share with you a couple of weird things and it totally is thankfulness in amongst, you know, a place I'd rather not be. But Friday night was, was pretty horrendous and I took Karis in there about midnight, I guess, and I didn't get out of there till seven in the morning because the, there was just ambulance after ambulance turning up with people having mental collapses and breakdowns and I was like, because there wasn't many people in the emergency, it wasn't people coming in with broken arms or... Um, and so it took them a long time to be able to even process her. Because of COVID, I wasn't allowed to be with her, so I was kind of just sitting in the waiting room. Um, I've since found out I can't even visit her. They don't, they're not letting you visit her. Um, and she's kind of in a lonely place. And so the first bit of thankfulness coming up, so this is something to be thankful for. Um, so on the Saturday, I didn't really get any sleep that Friday night, but... On the Saturday, the strongest feeling I had was how much more I loved her. I mean, the world might think that because of difficult circumstances, you run away from it. But um, any of you that know Karis know what an amazing person she is. So all I had was more love. It's okay, there's not many tears left. <laughs> Um, yeah, what was just overwhelming for me was just how much I loved her. And I was thinking, wow, this is crazy, Lord, it's crazy. Um, but then when I went to take up some clothes for her, I found out I can't see her, um, which kind of crushed me. Um, um, and then I came along, I wanted to come this morning, just hang up the back and just worship God and seek his goodness in it. And my phone rang. <laughs> as soon as we started singing, singing louder and louder, I was screaming up the back there. And my pocket was vibrating and it was Karis that just given her a phone. She hasn't even spoken since Friday night. So I'm thankful to God that I got to have a chat with her this morning. Um... It's our anniversary tomorrow, so you can pray for us. I'm going to ask for, on compassionate grounds, they let us just hang out for a bit. So you can pray for that for us. But um, something else that happened on Friday night, one of the triggers, without getting too deep and personal about it, was just something going on with one of our sons. And it was to do with um, him not living at home with us at the moment. Um, but... On the Friday night, literally in the midst of me dealing um, with the chaos of Karis and the condition she was in, I got a text from my son saying that he wants to move back home. 
So then I didn't know I was crying for carrots or out of joy. So I guess what I'm saying is, and the verse he gave me, Karis hasn't got her phone, but I'm just sending her a text every day. The verse he put in my heart to send to her was... No, okay, I do need it. <laughs> the verse I um, got to send it was actually Colossians 2 verse 6, which is, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. And then the message today was, you know, making sure we're thankful to God on all occasions because, look, he, he tells us in his word that he won't test us beyond what we can handle. So Karis and I think he must have a very high opinion of us at the moment because, uh, yeah, but can't help but be thankful even though I'm hating what I'm going through right now. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, it is not related to circumstances and experiences at all, the goodness of God. His goodness is through all of it. And um, don't expect that having a faith is going to give you the cruisy life. It's, that's not what we're here for anyway. It's, um, it's to grow in our relationship and our intimacy with him and to seek the lost and save them. Um, I was doing a, I was doing a um, devotion this morning and how it wound up, it said, it was like a question to ask somebody that hadn't met Jesus and it said, do you know Jesus? And then it says, if you don't, why don't you just listen to and observe people that do know him? Become curious and seek him and his word tells us that you'll find him. So, yeah. I'll just leave it there, but um, but I also am very thankful for, for this family. I'm very thankful for my wife. I don't know whether I would still be in the faith if it wasn't for my wife. But she's um she's taken some hits for <laughs> for someone in there. And um yeah, she's look, she's a remarkable woman and we will get through this. We know we will, because God's been so faithful and he will continue to be. Um but there is always something to be thankful for. And um, that gold that's coming out of that river, it's also in the difficult circumstances. Sometimes we need to go, don't give up and don't just accept the circumstances you're in. Dig for it. Look for God's goodness because it's always there. Thanks. Oh, let's, let's, uh, let's pray for Brad and Karis yeah, and the family. Father, we just... Yeah, last last time Karis was in hospital, she was like running around evangelising and giving out Bibles. So we're expecting more of the same. So Father, we just thank you for 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 Karis and and for Brad and and for the, for the five boys, Lord. And we just Lord, we thank you for your direct yeah responsiveness in this situation, Lord. You can act where where we can't act. You can you can open closed doors that we cannot open and. And we just declare, Lord, your your salvation to your your sozo salvation to to Brad and Karis and the whole family, Father. We thank you that you you not only heal, but you deliver and you keep safe and sound. Father, we thank you for angels of protection to be upon and around Karis in the hospital. Father, we thank you that no harm will come to her. Lord, and we just declare 
uh, healing and clarity of thinking in her mind. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are, you are going to turn the hearts of men and women towards you through this circumstance, Lord. I thank you that you're, you're taking Brad and Karis deeper and closer together. You're taking them deeper. Lord, we just see you breaking chains, Lord, chains of hindrances yet of coming to you, Father. Nothing shall separate us from your love, Lord. Lord, I thank you, God, Lord, that, that as, as, as the difficulties come, Lord, you're raising up a standard against them, Lord, a standard which is higher, stronger, and more powerful. Lord, we thank you, Father. We thank you for, for what you're doing in the Deuce family, Lord. We just commit them to you. We know, Lord, you are the shepherd of this family, Father. Lord, you, you are watching over your sheep. The enemy cannot touch them. Lord, I thank you, God. Lord, what he has meant for bad, you've turned it around for good already. Lord, we're expecting to see your wonder-working hand in this situation, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. We cry out to you for help in faith, knowing that you will deliver and you have already delivered. Father, we ask that you would do a quick work, Lord, that you would bring the whole family together, Lord, into this place, that they can glorify you together, they can call upon you together. Lord, we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank Thanks so much, Brad.